On this episode of the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, we sat down with Victor Bell to uncover why now is the perfect time to be investing in multifamily and how to get started. Welcome to the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast, where we provide actionable steps to help you get your first or next real estate deal. Now, during this episode, you're going to discover exactly why now is the perfect time to be investing in multifamily and how to get started. For those of you who are new to the show, my name is Sean Young, today's host, and I love all things real estate. Now, before I introduce you to our incredible guest speaker today, I want to make a request that if at any point during this show, you like what you're hearing, please give us a thumbs up or subscribe to the show so that you never miss an episode. And make sure to take a look in the description of this episode as we've packed it with thousands of dollars in free resources. Now, today, we have the privilege to learn from a man who has done over $60 million in real estate deals and is a best-selling author. Prior to his career in real estate, he was in the military, but all that changed when he decided he wanted to take his destiny in his own hands. I would describe our next guest as someone who is extremely persistent. I want to introduce you all to the one, the only, Victor Bell. Victor, thank you for being a guest on today's show, brother. Hey, thanks so much for having me today. I really appreciate it, and I appreciate what you're doing for all the listeners out there as well. I really thank do. You. Thank you, brother. We are super excited to have you. Now, can you briefly, of course, give our listeners a, a quick background about yourself and you know how you got started and what brought you here today? Sure, sure. So uh, um, I'll give the cliff notes, hopefully, to the listeners. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, but, you know, I left home when I was pretty young um, from Texas originally. I spent the last uh, few years here in uh, Cal. And, well, we moved here to California from Hawaii. We were there for 17 years. But uh, yeah, so I left home when I was pretty young. Um Got kicked out of high school, went to a different high school, eventually joined the military. And then after I got out of the military, you know, they they promised the free money for the military, you know, if you go. And then after I went for a semester, um, they were like, hey, if you come back, you're going to owe us money. And I was like, wow, OK, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, you know, then, you know, I, I got myself in some trouble, started kind of doing some things and I was on probation. And then I had to get a job. Naturally, you know, in Texas, you on probation, you got to work. Or you go to jail. So as I got into that job, I realized that, you know, people have been there for 10 years. They hated their job. People who are new like me also hated it. So I was like, okay, well, I need to do something. Um, if, you know, one night I was, I worked nights, I was driving home. I ended up falling asleep driving, woke up on the side of the road. And that made me realize, okay, I need to do something different. This isn't going to cut it. And I went to a bookstore, picked up a book. Um, that was about how to, you know, fast cash with real estate. And, um, that first year I did a million two in deals. Um, and I, I really didn't even know what I was doing. Um, I got a package of deals from a seller, basically cold called out of the phone, out of the uh, newspaper, uh, the newspaper there mm -hmm. and used the script that was in the book, you know, got somebody to tell me yes. But out of those properties, it was like one single family house to rest for like, you know, multifamily properties, duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes, a 12 unit, a eight, things like that. So I kind of cut my teeth on it. But again, the big picture was I had no idea what I was doing. You know, this was in the nineties. So like, it wasn't like a lot of information, internet and a bunch of stuff. I really was just kind of hammering through one because I knew that I needed to do something. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this was, this was, this was simple for me, right? It made sense. Did you have a bunch of money getting started? Absolutely zero. <laughs> 
Um, you know, no, not at all. So when I got those first deals, what I had to do was, you know, the book was like, yeah, call out a newspaper and, you know, pretty much say the old school scripts, you know, is this the least amount you can take? Is that the best you can do? So, um, <laughs> so, you know, then the book also said was, you know, call mortgage companies and, and see if they have people they can, you know, either partner with you or, you know, Part, you know, the, the investor stuff, right? So I started doing that. I cold call out of the phone book and I finally got to someone who could help me, which was, you know, Bob and Jamie. Jamie works with me now. She's my investor relations manager in my real estate fund. But, um, you know, ironically, right? So, uh, yeah. And they were like, hey, you don't even know what you're doing, do you? And I was like, no. And they're like, how'd you even get this number? I was like, I cold called. And they were like, out of the phone book, you got from the A's to the S's. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, no one even knew what. And they were like, come into our office, let's talk. So um, when I got in there, which was, you know, first, the deal was really the one property that was in the newspaper was a house. And uh, he was like, call that guy back, see what he has. And then I did. And he was like, yeah, we got 300 properties. Oh, you know, how many you want? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, so to your point, no, I had no money. And, you know, which is how I've kind of always done. I've always raised money. We've always I've always went to investors. I'm a deal guy. Mm-hmm. Um, so because I know how to, you know, source those deals, I went off and I can talk to investors and say, Hey, here's what we got. Let me see if I can make us some money and make it make sense for everyone. So, uh, yeah. So, you know, that concept of, do you need it? No. Is it nice to have, will you, you know, will you be able to skip the line? Of course, you know, but if you don't, then, you know, th- there's ways to go about doing it. And I'm proof of that. I've been doing it for 20 years. I do it full time. This is how I take care of my family. Now we're doing bigger things. Um, but it, but it's always still been in the vein of through my first deals for everybody trying to get started. Um, it does, you know, it takes a level of persistence, but it also takes a level of confidence to know you can get the deal done either way with or without money. Nice. Nice. I love it, man. Now, before we dive fully into the steps or into the reasons on why now is the perfect time to be investing in multifamily and exactly how to get started, Victor, you contribute a lot of your success to your ability to stay persistent no matter what. Why do you think this has played such a huge role in your success over the past 20 years? Well, I mean, there's a lot of distractions. So there's a lot of, you know, some people who are just getting started, let's say multifamily, especially I love multifamily residential as well. I do those on a side project, but but primarily multifamily is, is, is my thing. There's a lot of people who don't understand it and there's different levels of it. So somebody who's like, yeah, I want to buy a fourplex. You know, someone who owns an eightplex, you know, I, I tell people that too. I do bigger deals. So my cycle of life where I am, you know, I may say I don't do those. So those, those could be a distraction, but when you're persistent, you know, nope, here's where I'm headed. This is what I believe in. This is what I know I'm going to do. That matters. Um, you know, which leads to the part where now's the time, you know, like if you, I, I've been saying this a lot, it's more about the fund, but it's really a real estate thing. I believe that if people don't start getting invested into real estate now, during this market cycle, when I started, I didn't understand market cycle. So we all have more information. You're going to have a harder time getting into multifamily real estate over the next few years, because a lot of the deals that people are sourcing, fixer uppers, value add deals and things like that, they've already been fixed up and added value too, because money was so cheap a little while ago. Mm -hmm. So if you're waiting for that time to come, it's going to pass. Hell, the apartment buildings we just sold in Hawaii, I went back and tried to buy them back a, a, a couple months ago. And they're gone because they're great deals. Like, you know, it, it, this is the time for you to step into it. Don't wait. You know, I always say that it's not just a cliche marketing strategy. Yeah, the best time to buy real estate now. It really is. And you have to be persistent about what your goals and your targets are, because it really will change your life if you do it. 
Nice, nice. All right, Victor, we got somebody at home. First of all, let me thank you for your service as well in the military. I forgot to, to pass that. that. That's highly important, brother. Thank you for your service. I'm prior military as well. So thank you, brother. Nice. I appreciate that. I am honest. I tell people, if you saw me in the military, you wouldn't thank me at all. You'd be like, man, I'm happy you left. You partied. And <laughs> That's so, funny, man. That's but but funny. thank you. <laughs> All right, man. So listen, I'm at home sitting here listening to this great episode. I'm driving down the street in my car, headed to my job. And and what you just said, it it, it just lit a fire under me. And I'm saying to myself, man, what this guy, Victor, he's saying that I could do this with, with no money. Man, my, my credit is kind of shot right now. I, I really don't have much money, but I feel like I have the drive and, the, and determination. What What's step one? What's step one? First thing, find somebody that you can help. And I know that sounds cliche because we're in real estate, not in, and I say that because real estate is not business. You know, everyone's like, oh, find people's pain points. Um, but in real estate, you, you know, like for me, and let's say you're just starting, just like I did. Um, I found somebody, you can be driving by an apartment complex, depending on where you're at, and just say, hey, you know what? That thing needs painting or the parking lot needs to be redone. Um, you can look on, you know, find somebody who's owned their property for a long time that self manages, especially some of these smaller ones. Um, one of our deals we got in Hawaii, we did that. Knocked on the door uh, to, to talk to one of the tenants. And they were like, yeah, the owner, they are still here. And I was like, hey, what if we manage this thing and paid you out later? Would you be interested? You can get started. You just have to find somebody with a problem, challenge, situation that you know that you can solve. You know, it's, it's the trade of that. Um, and usually people want to help you when you're in that situation. So that's where I started. That's where I still do stuff. Even though I'm further along, mm -hmm. I'm always talking to people and I'm like, Hey, if I can help take that off your plate, would you be interested? And they're like, yeah, let's do something. Now, when you say multifamily, Victor, are, and, and I've noticed you've mentioned like you had an apartment complex in, in uh, Hawaii that you sold off and you, you tried to buy back. Are those, is, is that what you would consider multifamily? Of course, five units or more, but is, is what is your really you know, like bread and butter for someone starting off new? What should they go after for the first, you know, first shot? How many units? Man, that's tough. My daughter was talking to me about that. So it depends on where you are. So um, if you're literally getting started, you're going to be like, I'm going to cut my teeth on a fourplex. Fine. Do that. I say not to do that. I say go to something 16 units. Yeah. So I was just talking about that with my daughter because um, she was looking at some multifamily stuff. She's in the military. Mm -hmm. um, and I was telling her, her in her situation to go for a fourplex. So, you know, but to your point, I believe people should start with 16 units because we know if I raise the rents and you know a certain amount, you know, financially, that property is going to make like a million, you know, the valuation of that property can go up to a million dollars. And that's kind of a, a trigger number for amount of units for me. But okay. people are going to start where they want. Could be five units, you know, because that's still commercial and below, you know, one to two to four units is still residential. So it depends on how they want to get in. Um, I personally believe people should start with about 16 units because at some point, if you're going to do multifamily with the amount of work that's required and you're going to be in it for a couple of years, you know, whether it's three years, five years, seven or 10 mm -hmm. or life, um, you need, you need to make money. Like, Truth is, you know, I wish people would have shared this with me in the past and, and it not make it more confusing. Multifamily real estate is about making money, period. It's not <laughs> cash flow, financial freedom, financial flexibility, like I like to like to call it. But in the end, it is the fastest path to tacking on, you know, a million dollar net worth and getting cash flow that actually provides your family financial independence or financial flexibility. Cause not, you know, there's people who have. You'll never be financially free. You just have more flexibility to do what you want to do, depending on where you are. So um, 
And I, and I hope that answers the question. And I want to stay on track with that because it's an important question. Where do you get started? Um, yeah, start where you are, but start with the end in mind. And if you can look at a deal that's 16 units, 24 units, 30 units, you know, we're looking at 80 to, 80 to 120 units as our buy box, but that the debt market has changed. We're looking at everything from 200 units here in San Diego. So the very high price market. Um, Everybody can't start there, but I would start at about 16 units. Okay, nice, nice. Great advice. Great piece of advice. So now that we, we, we've we determined 16 units, um, again, um, my name is John Smith. I'm out here listening to the podcast. You know, Victor just told me start with 16 units. Now, now, what do I do? Do I go out just driving around looking for for you know apartments that you say, like you say, that need some some tender loving care, or do I, you know, what do I do? Do I go to a, a commercial broker? Like, what's the best route for me? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, uh, with multifamily real estate, all the people are actually your partners. Brokers are your partners. Um, bankers are your partners. Commercial, you know, like your appraisers, all those people. These, these are your actual partners in these deal. Unlike in multi and a single family, it's like, ah, oh, they're trying to kill my deal. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I always call brokers. You know, everyone's like, ah, oh, don't lose, don't use LoopNet. It's garbage. I'm like, well, that's where the brokers put stuff, put that garbage, but that also means they're active. So you got to get known in that business and, and to these people. Um, you can get a list from the title company and say, Hey, owners who's owned for three to seven years and, you know, mail those people, call those people, pick up the phone, you know, things like that, break down their LLC, you know, um, LLCs all get registered pretty much with the state. So you can always, you know, find the LLC name, Google it at the state, and then you can see who the uh, registered agent of that LLC is mailing address and you can call them and Say I'm interested in the property at this address. Would you guys be interested in selling if you got a good offer? Um, you can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the driving for dollars, all these other things that people hear, they, they do work. I've done all of them and I've got deals from them. And um, that's it. You know, so so that's how I would start. Actually talking to people, brokers, driving, taking a look at it. Pick your neighborhood towards you understand. Mm-hmm. Um, wholesalers don't know how to do Multifamily properties, usually if they get something like that, they'll try to wholesale it. You can reach out to wholesalers and say, hey, if you come across any multifamily, send it my way. I'll partner with you on those deals. I'll structure them. Whatever. They just do whatever it really takes. Even if you don't know what you're doing, just do something. Somebody will help. Great advice. Great advice, Victor. That, that All of those are, are great pieces of advice. And um, I think that's very much needed for someone, again, who's brand spanking new, who, who's driving down the street saying, can I do this? Is this for me? It's absolutely 100% for you. And and like Victor's saying, now is the time. And he's giving you all of the, the steps that you need to take to fail your way forward. Don't wait for <laughs> yeah. all your the lights to be green between here and your and the destination where you're headed. As soon as that first light is green, you've got to go and, and mm-hmm. keep going and keep going and keep going. So, um, Victor, with that being said, now that we we found a property, um, mm-hmm. I've, I've found someone. They, they've said, hey, I, I am willing to sell, you know. John, I'll sell this this thing to you for you know, nine hundred thousand, right? And it's sixteen units. Okay. Okay. And um, you know, now what do I do? What do I say now that he's willing to do it? Yeah, he's like, willing to sell. I'm like, cool. How do you want that money? Okay. And then be quiet. <laughs> They'll tell you, right? Um, like, hey, do you want me to, you know, go get a loan, pay you? I mean, this is somebody brand new. Like, I can try to go get the financing for this. I know I can do it. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that old thing. Like, you have to make, you have to believe you can do it before you can get somebody else to believe you can do it. And uh, this is a lesson for your listeners. No one has the money. 
because everyone is always trying to go up. You can have $100 million in the, in the bank and $100 million will buy you a $300 million deal and guaranteed you're going to look at a $350 million deal and you're going to have to go get that extra money. So just, just be forthright with people because some people will be like, hey, I can go, I can get the loan. So, you know, when you can raise the money and you tell them that they're more comfortable or you can give them other options. Hey, you know, I can partner with you. I can manage the property. I can put in my money, which would be investor money, fix it up the outside, painted palm trees, you know, more lighting, things like that, the parking lots. Like, how do you want us to do this? Or I can go get financing. Right. And they're going to say, yes, here's what we want to do. No, we want. No, I need all my money and I need it during this timeline. Um, so that's typically like when you find it and you're talking to an owner or broker, because the broker is going to be like, how are you going to finance this thing? You're like, well, I'm going to put the money together and get that, get financing. So um, that's there's so much more to that that we can unpack. But I want to make sure, like, again, if you're starting, how do you finance this thing? You try to finance it with a bank. You try to work with the seller and see if they will finance it or a portion of it, or you go get investors and you get them to finance it. And then you do sweat equity if you have to do that. And then you make whatever splits you're gonna, okay. right? You know, so it's kind of you getting paid to play, but that's how you're going to get in it when you're starting. And be honest with you, that's still how people get into it when they're further along as well. And you can make a, a lot of money on that with the sweat equity. Am, am I not mistaken? Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, like, like, even if you invest money, you're going to make money, but with your sweat equity, it's your time. So, and what you can't get back, you know, is the, is the experience and the expertise you're going to get in when you're doing it for the sweat equity. That's why I'm so good at what I do. I've done, I've worn all those hats. Nice, nice. So for 20 years, 20 years, folks, this is what this gentleman has been doing successfully. He is telling you now is the time. We have broken down the, the steps, guys. That's what makes the Nationwide Real Estate Mastery Podcast show unique is that each and every show comes with a detailed, actionable step-by-step -step plan to help you get your first or next deal. That way you can pull these steps out of the show, create a blueprint on how to implement exactly what we're covering. Also, guys, I'm sure that Victor's going to leave us a lot of information, um, at least a link to connect with him down in the description. So be sure that you guys check the descriptions so that you can connect with Victor if you need to learn more about this stuff here. So, so Victor, we've yes. got the we, we've got the property. We've we've determined that we were going to get some some money. We've got some funding. We've we found the funding. Now, at, at this point, you know how long of a, when you say like a, a couple of years, like what should someone look at as far as structuring the deal? Should they try to get paid out quickly, or should they structure this deal for a three year period, a five year, ten year? What, what's what's standard? Well, it depends on where you're at. Um, you can say, hey, you know what? I'm gonna I'm going to do everything I can. You bring in the money. I'm gonna do the work, and then we'll split profit at the end. Or we're gonna split. You know, naturally, you're gonna be like, hey, we're gonna split some of the cash flow and the tax benefits of this deal while we put it together. So, you know, but those deals are typically going to be, you know, if you're doing a seller finance, it may be 12 months, it may be 24 months, you know, it may be three years, five years. It really is going to be what you say based on what I said earlier. Mm -hmm. How do you want me to pay you out? Because somebody will look, you know what? I don't want to get hit with a huge tax bill. So you can spread this out for, you know, five years and then pay me out later because I want to make sure, you know, whatever the, whatever the tax burden will be for a seller. Um, so, but for you getting paid, you want to naturally, you want to get paid every month. You know, uh, some people like, I'm going to charge my investors money on the front end. When you're just getting started, you know, you can do that. You know, you got to live, you got to eat, but 
you know, it feels weird. You know, you know, so there's a confidence, there's a lack of confidence to be like, hey, pay me for finding the deal, pay me every month. And oh, by the way, pay me on the back end. You can do that. But when you don't know what you're doing and you're just testing, you know, people have to have faith in you. And sometimes you hold off on that. I didn't. I didn't ask for that. As a matter of fact, I've been doing this for 20 years and I just, since I started my fund, was like, fine, we're going to do the acquisition fee and these other fees. I, I've never done that. Mm, I, just, okay. I took my I took my money. I, I got paid when my investors got paid. Nice, nice. Good, good rule. Good, good, great, great gems that you're dropping for us. And right now, is it just you uh, with your business or do you have a large team? How are you guys operating today? No, I have an investor relations team. You know, naturally, we have our accountant and things like that, bookkeepers, property managers. That's going to be managing stuff. We got our attorneys and whatnot that we deal with. So, no, it's definitely not the Victor show. Um, you know, we are always hiring and bringing people into our investor relations team mm-hmm. to take those phone calls, talk to investors and answer questions. Um, and if not, they'll talk to me because, you know, um, my name's on the dotted line, right? You know, so like, <laughs> so at some point with your your real estate, you are 100% responsible as you take over these assets. Again, it's not just a real estate deal you're buying. You're keeping a roof over your residents' heads, whether you're buying a house or you're buying multifamily. And I tell people, take that part serious and then take the money piece serious too, because it's, you know, it's it's real. You know, you're dealing with real things in real lives. Got it. Got it. Now, Victor, you know, what do you think your life would be like if you would have never found real estate and you were still, you know, in the military? Oh, I had got out of the military. So I got into real estate after I got out. So I can honestly say I probably knowing me because I'm I'm kind of rebellious and I like to get into a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. I probably would be in jail. (laughs) Yeah, no, seriously, like a lot of my friends back then. They're not doing well. And even if they are, it's like they're, mm-hmm. they're, they're working jobs. They're kind of dead in stuff. Mm-hmm. And I, I wasn't working. Like I got out of the military. I burned that bridge. I wasn't going to be, I would have been at a dead end job. And at some point I probably would have got into something that I wasn't like literally real estate saved my life. It did. Um, it, I'm one of the, I, I got to stay moving. I'm a very active human being. I'm very, I'm a highly productive human being. And I need something to pour all that energy into. You know, I used to do MMA and and wrestling, you know, uh, things like that. I used to run a gym. We trained MMA fighters, wrestlers, special forces candidates also. That was my world outside of real estate. So, like, if you have a guy like me that's building a big company that's responsible for real estate, you know, I had a gym that I was running. I was responsible for other people's careers. Mm-hmm. You know, real without real estate, I don't even know what I would have been doing. The lifestyle I have for my family, I've always been able to pick my kids up from school. Um, yeah, like, I, 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 I couldn't even imagine my life without it. That's why I'm such a big advocate for people starting real estate. Now, everybody can't do real estate. I'm not going to tell you that. <laughs> some people should not be responsible for other people's livelihoods just is what it is. It's not for everyone. Um, it's a very ethical business. If you're going to treat real estate as a business, not just as an investment. Um, so yeah. So to answer that question, man, uh, that's a scary thought. I don't even know where I'd be. I'd probably be in trouble because. <laughs> so, so are you, uh, are you coaching other folks right now to help follow along your path? Are you- yeah. Yeah, I have a, I have a, it's called investor school. It's another training mm-hmm. that we have. We go over like how to do subject to houses. Cause I've done a lot of those, how to invest in multifamily, mm-hmm. how to raise capital, how to talk to a seller, how to talk to brokers, things like that. So I do do that for the people who want to do it themselves. Um, um, so I, I, I'm not, I'm, I actually, 
you know, I've always done it. I used to be a coach for Dave Lindall with the apartment house riches and all that stuff with multifamily. I was one of their students. And then naturally, you know, they were like, Hey, you're succeeding. Uh, why don't you start coaching some other students? So I had a lot of students there as well. But um, so I've always wanted to help people, like I said, because people have helped me. So, yeah, but I do have that. Um, it's a course that we have. Um, it's like, you want me to give the link? <laughs> yeah, hey, absolutely. Absolutely. I would love to get the link. For sure. It's bell-capital.com slash real estate training. Um, and really, my wife gets mad at me because I give it all away. I'm like, look, here's exactly what we do every day. All my documents, scripts, everything. You got my phone number. You got access to me. It's not a joke. It's exactly what I use to train people working with me and my own team for Bell Capital, Bell Acquisitions, all of it, because it's kind of our policies and procedures manual to run my company. So in case something would ever happen to me, my kids can move on and see what I did to build our organization and the real estate fund and all that. Um, so, you know, I even own dog food, you know, I, I sell what I teach and uh, I teach what I sell. Nice. Um, and I, and I'm actually doing it in the real world. It's not information I did 15 years ago. Like I'm closing deals. I'm, you know, I'm, this is a first time fund. So I'm sharing what I'm going through while I'm doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, in my courses. And every time I update my course, I just throw new information in there. And I don't, I was like, Hey guys, here's what's in there. Here's what we learned yesterday. And I trained on it. So my team learns and learns about it. And now you guys have access to it too. So you can implement in your business, or if you have a team, you can use it for your team. Guys, make sure you go down in the description, grab that course, head over there, take a look at it right now. Um, if you guys are, are like me, you, you can tell that Victor is a genuine person and, and he's been nothing but generous on this call as well. He's a, a generous, a generous, excuse me, a generous expert. So um, for people like him are the ones that you want to connect with, guys. They're, like he said, there's a lot of people out here that are, you know, teaching and uh, marketing things that they haven't done in quite some time. So being around someone who's actually involved with today's market and, and successfully navigating through it is going to be crucial. So be sure to, to reach out to Victor today. Absolutely. I appreciate that. And if they you know don't want to do that, they can go to get my book. I have a real estate book there. They can get that as well for free. Um, okay. It's uh, bell-capital.com slash book. It's pretty easy. Bell-capital.com slash book. Got right. Go get that. Right. Yeah, for sure. Well, hey, I, I really appreciate this. And I, you know, I'll be honest for all your listeners, because I want them to know mm-hmm. had I had what you're doing for people, it would have shaved off at least 10 years learning curve for me. Because, you know, to your point, there wasn't a lot of information. And when there was, it cost a lot of money. And, you know, like if you have 20 grand to buy information, like how are you going to get a deal? Like hundred <laughs> percent. Right. Um, so, you know, so, so those things happen, but if I just had somebody just, you know, sit me down and go, Vic, you know what? You're a great guy. We love what you're doing. Here's what you should do now, or here's how you should say that what you're saying is not wrong, but the way you're presenting it may not be consumable to, to the seller or whoever, Mm -hmm. like, like, like what you're doing is showing people, Hey, if you're driving in your car, which I have been driving in my car, sometimes crying, like, God, what am I going to do? And somebody came along on the radio or on a podcast at the time and said, look, here's what you do. Step one, here's what you do. Step two, here's what you do. Step three. And here's how to get more of that information. Show up every day. Just listen. And when we're going to help you, I'm finding people, putting them in front of you so you don't have to. That is a godsend, man. I really mean that. So, so thanks for what you're doing. I hope people really value that and understand you know, how much of a benefit that is to them because 
I tell people all the time, I'm a real estate guy. I don't have to help you. Like most, it's not like business, business guys that kind of want to help real estate people make enough money to not help anybody. <laughs> like why? Like I could do this myself. Um, so, so for somebody to take the time and, and have this for people, it's valuable. hundred percent. Nice. Nice, brother. I truly appreciate you pointing that out and and uh, giving us our flowers, so to speak, because that's what this is for, guys. And as a, just to piggyback off of what Vic, Victor just said, as a reminder, guys, if at any point in this show you like what you're hearing, make sure that you give us a thumbs up. Subscribe to this show. Don't miss an episode because it's your engagement that drives us to do this for the community for absolutely free. So, mm-hmm. Victor, we have come to the part of the show that I like to call the rapid fire session. Let's go. This is where I ask you a quick question and you just tell me the first thing that comes to mind. Sure. All right. Scale of one to 10, how strict were your parents? Eight. Get up early or stay up late? Early. How many hours of sleep do you get? Six. Favorite or last book read? <laughs> I don't read a lot of books, audio, audio, audible books. Um, that's a good one. I read books about fund managers. I think the last thing that I listened to was a how to invest. And it was by uh, the guy, the audible book, the guy that um, he's a part of the Carlisle group. I like to know what hedge fund managers, hedge fund companies, private equity companies are doing because that's what I'm doing. So it's a little bit different for some of the listeners mm-hmm. um, as it relates to that. Nice, nice. If you could be any superhero, Victor, who would it be? Uh Probably um, Odin, Thor's dad. Hmm. <laughs> something, something everyone should do less of. Try to be perfect. Don't try to be perfect. Just get it done. Something everyone should do more of. Try to be less perfect. Just switch it around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. AI technology, scary or the way of the future? Way of the future. All right. All right. Victor, if you had one wish, what would it be? Go do a deal. Go be successful. You owe it to your family to be successful. That That's one wish. I, yeah. I, I think everybody owes themselves that and actually take it. I, I have on my site, wealth is my duty. And uh, that's that's been a thing. It's like, like, it is my duty, just like brushing my teeth to be wealthy and to create that for my wife, my kids, the people that come after me. And to be an example, that's one of our core values, be an example for other people, like show people what it looks like to succeed, help them do it, or they're never going to do it. You know, just show them what that looks like so they can say, man, if he can do it, I can do it. So, yeah, man, I love it. I love it, Victor. And on that note, how can our audience reach you directly to, to get more information on exactly what you're doing? Sure. Um, they can go to bell-capital.com. Uh, that's bell-capital.com. Um, they can find me on Instagram at the real Victor Bell. Um, they can go to Facebook and my personal page is Victor Bell Jr. My face, my fan page is Victor Bell. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else. YouTube. I got a YouTube channel. So you can find me there. It's either Victor Bell or at, you know, like the YouTube has that at thing now. It's like at Bell Capital. So. You can find me on Amazon. My books are on Amazon as well. I have uh, How to Create Wealth Through Investing in Apartment Buildings. You Need More Cash Flow is another one of my books. Great book. Um, and also 30 Days of War. It's more of a personal development book for business owners and entrepreneurs and investors, like, you know, hard charging people like me who kind of need that 30 day tracker about how to succeed. Um, and other than that, just straight line Google. You can Google Victor Bell Real Estate and I should pop up everywhere. That's my goal. Oh, and then also LinkedIn, Victor Bell and uh, Bell Capital. 
Victor says, Google me. Man, I love it, brother. I love it, man. Thank you so, so much, man. You have been amazing, man. Thank you for coming on today and sharing so much valuable information with our audience. Brother, man, I want to thank you so, so much, man. Hey, thank you so much, Sean, for having me. I really appreciate it. I can't say, you know, any any less than that, man, what you're doing is awesome. So thank you so much for having me. I really mean that. Thanks. Yes, sir. Thank you. And to our listeners out there, you guys have made it to the end of the show. So give yourselves a pat on the back because most people never finish what they start and you just did. Now, if you got any value out of today's show, please share this with a friend or on your Facebook page, like this video, subscribe to our channel and send us topics that you want to learn more about. So until the next episode, guys, you can catch me on any one of my social media platforms. I'll see you guys all on the other side. Thank you so much, Victor. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. With this crown on my head, I'm seated on the throne. The top is so alone. Only thing that keeps me going is I know my city love me. I know my city love me. I know my city love me, I know my city love me.